The Power of Choice Exploring Astrology's Influence on Destiny Welcome to the Lucius Lyron Podcast where we dive deep into the mysteries of the universe and our place in it. I'm your host, Lucius Lyron, and today we are embarking on a fascinating exploration of the power of choice and its interplay with astrology. Have you ever wondered how much of our life is predetermined and how much is within our own control? The ancient art of astrology has long suggested that our destinies are written in the stars. But where does that leave our personal choices? Are we merely actors following a cosmic script? Or do we hold the pen that writes our life story? In today's episode, we'll dive deep into the heart of this mystery. We will explore the rich history of astrology, unravel the significance of natal charts, and debate the eternal question of destiny versus free will fate. So before we dive deep into my journal, let me tell you a story of my discovery with the spiritual science of the power of choice. This discovery happened in 2015 when I was still in what I would call my hermit state of enlightenment. <laughs> and so during this time period, I was studying, I would say, four different types of astrology. Two of them obviously are mainstream known, and then the other two are not mainstream known. And so as I was discovering these different astrologies and really trying to find which one resonated with me more, for me personally, even though Western astrology does have its accuracy moments, but for me, it was just Vedic astrology that really seemed to be the most accurate for me because as of modern time, it's the most ancient that we have that's also still within, I guess you could say, the mainstream uh, light, as you will. So when I was in this whole kind of state of like understanding fate and destiny, and I was really coming to this question. And for me growing up, I always thought fate and destiny was the same thing. And then I had this enlightening moment and realized that fate and destiny are absolutely not the same thing and that they're two different uh, aspects. So what I've come to realize is this, is that our fate is based on the choices that we make. And our destiny is something that is already pre-written in the sky, which is why everyone on planet Earth has a natal chart. And because we all have natal charts, we can all see the predestiny that we all have and that are wanting to experience in this lifetime. And I think one of the things that really gets people like hung up 
when when this particular topic comes up is that we've been brainwashed to think that we only live once and we really don't. And we have to understand what like the true soul journey is in life, because it's not about trying to be some good Samaritan or whatever based on principles that just seem, doesn't seem realistic to even reach. And to put so much pressure on yourself and not even taking the time to really enjoy life for what it truly is. And what I've learned is that life is really, truly about experience. And when we don't open up ourselves to experience, then we become very closed-minded and then we don't, we're not open to hearing other people's, you know, journeys and stuff like that, because we think that there's only one journey to partake in a lifetime. And that is not the case at all. We partake in many different journeys. And there's a reason why some people are into other things than other people. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that we, we carry what I call soul memories. We have different memories. We have memory of our ancestors, which deals with our DNA. And then we have soul memory that deals with our soul slash consciousness. So when we talk about soul memory, there's a lot of things that the soul has experienced in other lifetimes that may need to get worked out in this particular lifetime. But because society has gone away from knowing this information due to the rise and power of the Roman Catholic Church, then we have lost a lot of indigenous information that used to be known to the mainstream populace. So once I realized that the choices that are that I have made in my life have predetermined the fate that I choose to experience. So once I started to understand my natal chart, I started to realize that we do have a destiny, but where free will comes into play is based on the choice that we make. Do we choose to know our destiny and to know about ourselves? Or do we choose to stay ignorant of ourselves and not know thyself? And that's why choice is a power and choice is not multiple choice, as we have been told. Because our society and the system that we live in especially here in America, we say we're the land of the free, but we're not the land of the free. We are the land of multiple choices. <laughs> America just gives you multiple choices of stuff because if we was truly free, then we wouldn't have to worry about having a time schedule on when we can stay on the beach and, and when we have to leave the beach. You understand what I'm saying? So that's not a freedom. That, that, that is a multiple choice you're giving me. You're telling me that Oh, yeah, you can go to the beach, but after 10 o'clock, that ass better take yourself home. <laughs> you got to go home. Okay, you can't stay out here past 10. Oh, but if I truly have freedom, then I should stay at the, the beach as long as I want. 
You know what I'm saying? That's not freedom. That is a false, a, a falseness of what real freedom is. Okay. But the true freedom that every individual has is choice. And the choices that we make determine the outcome that we experience in life. So really your choice is really what determines your fate and your destiny is something that most people are very unaware of. Most people are very unaware of their destiny. So that's why we're going to dive deep into this today. And hopefully for some of you, this will bring some clarity. Some of you, this may resonate. And for other people, you may be like, no, that's whatever. (laughs) Because that's the thing about our society is that there'll be like hardcore facts in front of people. And people will still be in disbelief and deny it because they want to hold on to their beliefs. And that's fine. You could definitely do that. You want to know why? Because that's your choice. (laughs) And that choice is going to determine your fate. So you definitely can't argue that point, right? (laughs) Okay, so... We're going to go over and we're going to understand astrology. Now, for some of you, you may already know astrology. Other people may not. There's a lot of people that still don't understand astrology and don't even understand the beginnings of astrology and, and that whole place. So we're going to go ahead and, and talk briefly, not too much, just talk briefly about astrology so that way we can all be on the same page. because I. I'm a believer on being on the same page when we have discussions. So that way people that listen are not in the dark and won't be like, what is he talking about? So we're going to talk a little bit about it. Okay. So to begin our journey, let's step back and look at astrology itself. What is it? And why has it captivated human imagination? For centuries, astrology in its simplest form is the study of how celestial bodies influence our lives and the earth. Born from ancient Sumeria to make sense of the heavens, astrology has evolved into a complex system of zodiac signs, planets, houses, and aspects taught to us by advanced godlike beings known as the Anunnaki, specifically Inki. Astrology is more than just your daily horoscope. It's a rich, symbolic language that reflects our deepest desires, fears, and potentials. Each of us has a unique natal chart, a snapshot of the sky at the moment of our birth. These charts are the foundation of personal astrology, offering insights into our personality, potential, and yes, even our destiny. Now, that's very interesting. I remember when I was looking up a lot of this information years ago, especially because I I was wondering, I'm like, where did astrology come from? 
And it led me to ancient Sumeria, a topic that most people do not want to talk about at all and has probably been the most covered up information that we have when it comes to our human history and the things that humans have been taught. And for me, it is important to pay homage to not only our ancestors, but we also need to pay homage to our star ancestors, okay? Because that is a thing. We were created by star people. And their very essence and likeness and image is what humans are, okay? Now, most people may want to argue that, but there's a lot of information on that. But we can get into that in another episode because the focus is understanding the power of choice. Okay. <laughs> but how does this ancient practice fit into our modern lives? Can the wisdom of the stars really guide us in the age of science and spirituality? Now, for those of you who may think like Matt Reif, astrology doesn't dictate your life, which is correct. But it is a tool for self-discovery and understanding, giving us a framework to reflect on our choices and challenges, which makes it a real science and not something fake or made up like most people believe to think is true. Okay? And that's very true for me. I see a lot of people argue with other people about things. And I'm just like, that's not even a fact. That's like a theory. That's an opinion. And hit me with some facts. And that's one thing that you will get from me is information that you can look up and that is factual. Okay. Because regardless of whether you think the planets aren't real the sky is a hologram, all this other stuff that a lot of people are believing. It just shows me how lost humanity has gotten. Because let me tell you something, your ancient ancestors never thought that, by the way. Okay, this is a very new thing that a lot of people are thinking. And I feel like it's a personal attack on astrologers and people that chart the stars. Okay. Because you can't tell me that it's something fake when these energies have played out so much in my life, in the different nation lives and the lives of people before us. So I don't think that ancient humans would have taken the time to document the stars if it was not real, if it was not a real science, why would anybody take the time to even document that stuff? It should be the first freaking question you should ask yourself for those who think that. Really, I feel like people just love to talk and hear themselves and then don't really ask questions like, then why the hell would anybody take the time to, to document something? And I'm not talking about just once, hundreds of thousands of years. Keep in mind, people. We're still missing over 100,000 years of human history that was at the Library of Alexandria, by the way. Thanks to the Vatican for that part. Okay, so 
<laughs> let's really think about things and use that brain that we have, because most people don't use their brain. They just hear one thing and just run with it. And this is guys, I can totally tell you are a person who don't study shit. You don't look into nothing. <laughs> I'm so sick of seeing people want to make spirituality something that's trending. This ain't no trendy stuff, okay? Because there's people out here like myself that we are really are about this life, okay? We're about it. Most of y'all ain't about it. Y'all just want to trend and sound good on social media. But let's jump back into it. At the core of human existence lies a profound and compelling element, the power of choice. Every day, we navigate a sea of decisions from trivial selections to life-altering choices. These decisions shape not only our individual lives, but also the society as well. Of choice has long fascinated philosophers, raising fundamental questions about free will, determination, and the essence of human agency. The philosophy of choice probes deeply into these questions, seeking to unravel the complex web of factors that influence our decisions. It challenges us to consider whether we are truly the architects of our destiny or merely pawns in a predetermined game. This philosophy inquires is not just an academic pursuit, but a journey that resonates at the heart of what it means to be human. And that's really true because what it means to be human is to have the experience of being in a human body and being on a planet that was truly gifted to us by the source. And so when we lose respect and we lose our indigenous knowledge on things, then we have a, a shitty outcome on how the world is right now. Because I know that humanity can do better and be better, but the choices that we make is determining a lot of things. <laughs> so no one cannot ever argue that the power of choice is, is not a real thing because it is. Because look at the shitty choices that people have made even towards other humans. Let's think about that for a second. You know what I mean? Like, you don't think choices don't have a, a power effect on our lives and the world? Absolutely, it does. It really, truly does. So when we have people that don't take the time to heal themselves, don't take the time to let go of past stuff, trauma, all types of stuff. If you don't take the time to heal, you're not going to make the best choices, which we're definitely going to get into the spiritual aspect of all of this. Okay. 
So let's dive into it. In the realm of spirituality, choice is more than a mere act of selecting between alternatives. It is a profound exercise of our deepest selves, a reflection of our innermost desires, beliefs, and values. Each decision we make is a thread in the tapestry of our life's journey with the essence of our spirit. At its core, spirituality teaches us that we are not just physical beings navigating a material world. We are also spiritual entities experiencing life through a series of soulful choices. These choices, whether big or small, are spiritual opportunities for growth and self-realization. They are the means through which we express our divine nature and shape our spiritual path. Mm. Wouldn't it be nice if 8 billion people in this world knew this? Because most people don't even know this right here. This is so important for everyone who was a human to know this. Okay? Because knowledge really is power. And when you have the knowledge of knowing this, then it makes you become a better human. Not only to yourself, but to those around you as well. Okay? Because most people don't have no type of growth no self-realization. And so their life is in shamble because they're not even on the path that they should be on because they don't know thyself. And that's important. I, I know for, my, for me personally, I know that I have become a better version of myself because I have taken the time to do the work because the person who I was before I had got on this path would, would not be a person who will be talking to you right now <laughs> about any of this. Okay. Cause all, all of this was nothing that I was taught ever. I wasn't taught any of this, not by my parents, not by peers, not by anybody at school. And to me, this should be basic human knowledge right here. Everybody in the world should know this. And understand the power that we truly have. And that's the thing. When you have people that, that don't want you to know how powerful you are, well, I, to me, that's dehumanizing a person. When you don't encourage them, it's like, what the hell are you worried about? You know what I'm saying? Because if a person is not going to encourage you, I don't care if that's your family, a partner, whatever. If, if there's no encouragement, to bring out the best version of you, then those are people I do not want to be around. You understand what I'm saying? You never want to be around people that's not going to lift you up. And, and this is why we have so many issues because we're not uplifting each other. We're not encouraging each other to be better. We want to be jealous of other people. Like, oh, the only reason why you're jealous is because you don't know yourself. The only reason why you jealous, because I know your ass hasn't even done a, a natal chart reading. I know you don't know what your natal chart is. That's why you jealous. And then you'll do a natal chart and realize I'm jealous for nothing. I'm jealous for the sake of 
being jealous because my ass is ignorant. <laughs> you understand? I'm ignorant to the fact of not even knowing me and knowing what my life purpose is. Because nobody can sit up here and tell me that, oh, there's no way to know your life purpose. Uh, yes, there is. Stop trying to put your life purpose into so, some, someone else's hands, basically. And, and learn how to guide yourself and take responsibility for your own actions. Okay? Enough of saying, oh, the devil made me do it. The demons made me do it. Oh, God's got me all. Really? Because every one of y'all that says all that stuff, I, I, I don't see nothing different. <laughs> and I don't see the world changing any different by those, I don't know, I don't even know what, what to even call that. I guess beliefs. The, th those beliefs ain't working. Because if they did, then this would be a common thing for everybody, but it's not. And, and that's not to offend anybody. I'm just trying to be honest and have an honest conversation. And I think that's what the problem is that people don't want to have an honest conversation and people shouldn't get offended about having an honest conversation just because you don't want to hear it, but you damn sure want everybody to hear your shit though. Anyway, <laughs> in many spiritual traditions, free will is a sacred gift. And, and, and that's facts guys. Okay. Free will is a sacred gift, okay? It is a divine endowment that empowers us to choose our path. This freedom to choose is not just a sign of autonomy, but also a responsibility, an invitation to align our choices with higher principles and value. However, this does not mean we are alone in our decision-making. Many believe in divine guidance, a subtle yet powerful presence of the source that gently steers us towards choices that serve our highest good. That is true. That's very true. I have definitely had a lot of divine guidance in my life. but. It's not religious though, okay? It's not religious at all. My divine guidance has truly been the source. What scientists call energy, okay? That is the divine source that's in everything. Energy is undeniable. It is the source, it's conscious. It's consciously aware of freaking everything. <laughs> Okay, it's bigger than the concept of God. Way bigger. Because humans have put the concept of God in a box and boxed it up, made God to be more human than anything. Okay. The source is energy. The source is the creative factor in life. Okay, you're going to always hear me talk about the source and the power of the source because she is that divine guidance. I know a lot of y'all ain't gonna like that. Now, karma is a concept found in many spiritual traditions, underscores the significance of choice. It teaches that every choice carries consequences. 
not just in the material world, but also in the spiritual realm. Our decisions, therefore, have a ripple effect influencing not only our current life, but also our spiritual journey across lifetimes. Making choices that are harmonious, compassionate, and aligned with our spiritual value is believed to generate positive karma leading to spiritual growth and fulfillment. Karma's real, guys. Everybody knows that. <laughs> karma is undeniable. <laughs> Look at Hollywood getting lit up right now. Look at all these monsters that have gotten away with so much dirt getting that ass lit up because of karma. You can't tell me karma ain't real because when karma exposes that ass, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's real. Then you like, oh shit, yeah, karma's real. <laughs> karma is a real thing. Look at what's happening. I'm seeing a lot of karma happening, including here in America. America's witnessing a whole lot of karma. Okay, just getting disorganized. <laughs> getting reassembled. Okay. For those that want to think, oh, energy and astrology and all this is just, it, oh, really? Okay. But your Walt Disney apple and talking snake is, though. Got it. Cool. All right. Cool. Anyway, spirituality often emphasizes the importance of intuition or inner wisdom in making choices. This inner voice is seen as a connection to the source, guiding us towards decisions that are in harmony with our soul's purpose. Learning to listen and trust this inner guidance is a key aspect of spiritual development. Wow. The importance of intuition, guys. Okay, listening to that inner guidance that most people do not listen to at all. But yet humans have the audacity to think that, oh, we're the most advanced things on the planet. Oh, are you? So advanced that you ignore your intuition, huh? That makes you so advanced, right? That animals have enough sense to leave an area due to their animal instinct, intuition, but yet, your ass will walk right into the damn danger, but you're the most advanced, though, right? Cool. I think not. <laughs> I don't think you're the most advanced at all, okay? I, I think that's such an such a egotistical way of thinking highly about yourself when you haven't even done no work at all, okay? Because until you've done some work, I don't want to hear nothing about you talking about, you, oh, humans are so highly. I don't want to hear none of that. Okay, let's get some work done first and, and, and then come talk to me about that. <laughs> Mindfulness, a practice rooted in various spiritual traditions, teach us to make choices with full awareness and presence. It encourages us to pause, reflect, and understand the motivations behind our decisions by choosing mindfully. We ensure that our actions are not merely reactive, but are instead expressions of our true selves. Mm, mm, mm. 
expressions of our true selves. How many people are really showing their true selves? Not a lot of people. <laughs> Not a lot of people. Okay. I do, but then there's some, because of karma, is exposing their true selves. And you're like, oh, you've been a wolf this whole time. You've been a snake this whole time. Wow. Get what I'm saying? Just clothing, sheep clothing, right? <laughs> In many spiritual paths, the ego is seen as a source of illusion and separation. Mm. How about we reread that one more time? In many spiritual paths, the ego is seen as a source of illusion and separation. It often drives us to make choices based on fear, pride, or desire. Spiritual growth involves recognizing the ego's influence and learning to make choices from a place of love, unity, and connectiveness. When we are transcendent, ego-based decision-making, we open ourselves to choices that are more aligned with our true spiritual nature. Okay? Now, I want to elaborate on this a little bit more because I, I, years ago, I had did a, a YouTube video on this. And I was basically talking about how the chakra points in the body and how your ego is also part of like your solar plexus. Okay. Now, I want to make one thing clear the ego is not bad. Okay. The ego is not bad. But just how everything has a positive and a negative, the ego can be positive and the ego can be negative. And we just read the negative aspect of the ego is illusion and separation. But then the positive aspect of the ego will be love, unity, and connectiveness. Okay. And by doing that and aligning ourselves, we can truly be in our true spiritual nature. Okay. And I feel connectedness is a big thing. People aren't connected anymore. People aren't connected with other humans. People aren't connected with the planet, not connected with nature. And when you become disconnected, this is why you think all this shit is fake. This is why you think, oh, this is all an illusion and stuff like that. But that sounds like that's the negative side of your ego talking whenever you say stuff like that. Because I promise you, <laughs> if the world wasn't as jacked up as it is, y'all would think y'all would be in heaven right now. Best believe that. You would think you were in heaven if humans aligned themselves correctly. You would not be saying half the stuff that y'all say. You would be talking down about it being such a terrible dimension and all this other stuff. Most people just, I don't know. It's really interesting to me how disconnected people are to not only just themselves, but to nature, to the universe, to the human race. Come on, guys. The most advanced, right? You can't be the most advanced if you ain't doing no work. You just can't. And so we got to do better. And I know 
that we can do better. This is the whole reason why I'm doing the things that I'm doing, because I want to create things that I know will help the human race become better. And everybody should be on that. We should all be talking and thinking about what can we do that can make us all better? Okay. Have more acceptance. Maybe have more acceptance that, hey, you know what? We're all going to be different and we're all going to have different opinions. And guess what? That's okay. We don't have to sit up here and debate and argue over, over silly stuff. Really don't. Just because somebody's thinking differently than you or somebody does something different than you. Where's the unconditional love at? There is no, there is none. There cannot be none if you have, if you don't have acceptance of other people. And acceptance is very important. This is how we learn how to grow. Is by having more acceptance for other people. Because that also brings a respect level for others too. But if you have no self-love for yourself, then I don't expect you to have acceptance for other people because you don't even have it for yourself. You just don't. But once again, are we, or were we taught these things in church and school? Absolutely not. Wasn't taught in any of this stuff. And if you're so advanced, then you should think that maybe the things that I've been programmed to think may not be fully correct. And I may need to rethink something. Okay, because guys, if we don't if we don't challenge all these programs that we've been programmed to believe and think, because there's got to be something better. Because if these programs were something that were was legitimately good for us, then don't you think we would live in a totally different world? I, I to me, that's just common sense. It's, okay, if something is going to be for the embetterment of society and the human race, then this should be a good thing. But if the world is still effed up, come on. Like, how long are you going to go with your eyes being closed, but pretending to be like you woke? No, you half asleep. Let's continue. In this spiritual science view, the power of choice is a profound tool for self-discovery and soulful expression. Each choice offers an opportunity to reflect our spiritual values, to grow and evolve, and to connect more deeply with the divine. By making conscious, mindful, and heart-centered choices, we navigate our spiritual journey with wisdom and grace, moving ever closer to our true essence and potential. By making conscious, mindful, and heart-centered choices. In order to do that, you have to do the work of healing, guys. You have to heal the trauma and the pain and the hurt that's caused by other people who have trauma and pain and hurt because they didn't do the work. So let's stop pointing the finger and blaming, oh, it's because, okay, and guess what? They was just as ignorant as we are. 
we've had a lot of ignorant ancestors and I can't put the full blame on them because certain things was in a power play position to take away information like this, which to me is really on the indigenous perspective of life, taking that away. But y'all don't want to talk about that part in history, though. <laughs> you don't want to talk about that. I know you don't. And I know you're probably like, oh, my gosh, is, is he like laughing at us? You know what? Let me tell you something. Be because the shit is so bad, you have to laugh at it. Laughter is good. Because instead of feeling angry or depressed or stuff like that, I would rather laugh at it. And that, that's the beauty of comedy. A lot of comedy comes from pain, people. So certain things you have to laugh at in order to get through it. I don't know where people have lost that. There's some things you just have to laugh at to get through the pain. And that's okay. Don't be offended if you hear me laugh at certain things. Because it's funny because it's, it's a way of getting through what I see to be one of the most, not painful, but the most disrespectful colonized story that we have been taught ever since we've been kids, ever since we've been children. We haven't been taught the truth, people. Understand that. We have not been taught the truth at all. We have been taught narratives, not indigenous narratives, colonized narratives. And that will be another show that I will get into eventually. That's probably going to blow your minds. <laughs> because once again, these are things that most people either don't talk about, too scared to talk about, or just don't have enough information to talk about it. Because there's not enough YouTube videos that can <laughs> make you sound like you know what you're talking about. Okay? Because I see a lot of people doing that too. Okay, just because you watch some TikTok, some YouTube, whatever, are you also doing your due diligence as a student to research what you're being told? No, most of you are not doing it. But guess what? Lucius would tell you right now, everything I'm talking about, research it. You can find this. I'm not a gimmick. I don't have to pretend. Be why? Because you're going to know through the energy of my voice, I'm about what I'm talking about. Understand what I'm saying? And most people ain't about it. <laughs> oh, man. That is all the time for today. I want to thank you for tuning into my podcast show. I hope you found this conversation helpful in understanding the power of choice. Join me again next time for more discussions on life, astrology, love, science, and spirituality, and how it all connects into our daily lives. And remember, 
to always live empowered.